Your favorite podcast begins in. Five. Four. Three. Two. Welcome back, Nerds and Nerdettes, to my favorite podcast. My favorite podcast. And I'm damn sure it's your favorite podcast, too. Much, Much Ado, Ado About, about Nerding. Our brothers is nerd because it's everything from spooky schemes to kooky conspiracies. But of course, it is I, Player One, your master of ceremonies. It is always by my side as my sensational sidekick, that girl wonder herself. Oh, so Sally. What's up, guys? So, Sal, what are we going to be talking about this week? We've got another conspiracy theory episode oh, for conspiracy you. Conspiracy theory. <laughs> <laughs> That's the X-Files, for those of you who don't know. Blah, blah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but <laughs> just so you know. Um, yeah, so we're going to be doing another Conspiracy Theories episode. Um, on these, I know that Sal kind of goes ham on them. I love them. So uh, so I kind of take a step back, and mine are more fun. I try to do the more fun, like, whoa, this is kind of stupid. <laughs> Did Fruit of the Loom actually have a freaking... A you hate show? the Mandela effect, though. It's dumb. It's, you hate it's it. so dumb. I will get sucked into weird conspiracies. There's another like few like video game conspiracies that I want to get into, but those are going to be like later, later. Plenomium. What's that one video game that didn't ever exist, but it might have existed and it like made people go crazy. Mm. Mm. Was it the one on the dark web? Pledium. Plodium. Oh. Oh. Mm. It's in. Uh, it's in Simpsons. So it's real. So it's gotta be real. It's gotta yeah, be real. They predicted everything fucking else. Legitimately. Legitimately. Um. Yeah. So we can talk about. Oh God. My goodness. There's some pizza. There's some sagios. <laughs> this is exactly why I didn't wanna. <laughs> There's some sagios and some high noon for you. Um. Uh. So a little bit of point of order here. Uh. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs. For winning their third, fourth Super Bowl. Mm. They won one again. They've gone to four out of five Super Bowls, so they're turning in the new Patriots. Yikes. But also, that's better than San Francisco fucking winning. So. True. True, 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 true. The lesser of two evils won. It was mm-hmm. Kermit the Frog versus Beaker. <laughs> <laughs> no, Brock Purdy. I don't know. <laughs> I saw a meme today, and it was like, Brock mm-hmm. Purdy looks like he's advertising a San Francisco's 49ers jersey for Halloween or something <laughs> like that, like a kid's costume or something, and it made me laugh. That and George Kittle's an ugly fuck. Dude, like, George that dude Kittle is, is not... not attractive. He is not attractive. I can see, like, Mm-mm. same thing with Kelsey, but I could see how somebody would be attracted to Kelsey. I can oh. see that. Well, that and his personality. Yeah. Right? George Kittle, he's, there's no redeeming factor. He's got really thin, red, long hair. He's got a very okay. angular face. He's got, like, that, like, a Colonel Sanders goatee mustache thing. Disgusting. You're a disgusting fuck. I love it when white men try to grow their hair out because it's like, no, you you cannot. There is no hair to grow out. Well, well, well especially if you have thin hair. Don't have thin hair. Just, you look just like the Crypt Keeper. Like, <laughs> where's your hair? <laughs> I look like the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm not a fan. I mean, like, you do you, boo, whatever you like. No, to don't walk do out of you. How about you do you, do you With right off? Cut. How about you do you right off the fucking Golden Gate Bridge? Do yeah. the world a fucking favor. You ain't I can't stand. I, can you tell? I I got I got an inkling. And that's not because like I actually like Brock Purdy. 
I actually like their quarterback. He's a good, good quarterback. Good for him. Good, good for him. Like, the dude is picked last. Mm-hmm. Like, can we, but also, can we just, like, stop talking about that now? No. He went to a fucking Super Bowl. Like, it doesn't matter where he got fucking drafted. Stop talking about it. Maybe it'll be. Just, and I say that just after I just brought it up. So <laughs> Maybe it'll be, like, uh, that guy with Aaron Rodgers, and he'll just bring him up out of nowhere during know. a game that they Green Bay Packers or the Jets aren't playing, and they'll just be like, you know, Aaron Rodgers. He. Never oh, you talking about this. Chris Collinsworth sucking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aaron Rodgers is wiener. Yeah, maybe he'll start with Brock Purdy. <laughs> no one knows. No one knows. Chris Collinsworth. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, so here's a little little toast to the 2023-2024 season. Coming to a close, finally. God uh, damn. Yeah, our season's been over for like a month. So. God Fuck. damn. Fuck everybody. Exactly. Everybody. This is why I want the Chiefs to win because I don't. I know nobody wanted that to happen. And if my team can't fucking win it, well, you know what? I'm going for the Empire. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm going for the dark side. I don't give a shit. Oh, so fucking mad. Yeah. But yeah, congratulations. Yay, congratulations. the Chiefs. Congratulations. It's a really good game. Went into overtime. Almost went into double o- double overtime, which is another thing. I don't know why. Because so like in the overtime rules, right? So when I was a kid, it was sudden death. So whoever scored the first points won. Mm-hmm. That's how I remember it being. And then they changed it to the first touchdown wins, mm-hmm. which I've never, I've, I've always thought that at least both teams should have, it'd just be like college. Like you get the ball, if you score a touchdown, then the next team has to score a touchdown or else you win. Mm-hmm. So if they score a touchdown, then you get the ball back and they just have to match points mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. back and forth. Um, Wait, did you say that's how college works? That's how college has always worked, but okay. they but okay. they also don't do kickoffs. Like I think they just like start on the thirty yard line. Okay, okay. Um, but I'm not positive. Uh, but, but, but what was I going to say? So yeah, so that's how this 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 the the overtime rules in the playoffs in the NFL work basically. Like if you, I, if I get the ball, like what happened last night, you get the ball, you kick field goal, score three points. Now I get the ball. Go score a touchdown. Mm-hmm. So like when the 49ers, they won the coin toss and they elected to defer. No, they no, they took the ball. And I was like, well, that's dumb. You want the ball second so you know what you have to do. Yes. But so, like the first touchdown wins anyways, right? So no. No? No. Oh, Both I teams was... get the ball. No, that's what I yeah, that's okay. what I just said. Okay, okay. Um in the playoffs, that's how it works. Just spit all over my thing. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, no, you want the ball second. And I said that immediately. I was like, no, you want the ball second so you know what you have to do. Because if you score a touchdown, well, I, I, I guess even any either way, it's four down. T- you're going to have four four downs to make your first down, mm-hmm. regardless of what they just did. Mm-hmm. And you give Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes four tries to get just 10 yards. Game's in the fucking bag, I was going to say easy. Yeah. For any quarterback worth his damn salt. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but then they also it also came out today that the Niners didn't. Uh, like, oh, we didn't know that the rules were different in the playoffs, and it's like, dude, what kind of fucking? Like, I'm not that wouldn't have been something I thought about, but I'm not an NFL coach. I was, and then gonna, the Chiefs said they're like, dude, we had a meeting on the overtime rules before every playoff game, and twice this last week. Like the Chiefs knew hmm. again, and that's just the difference between Andy Reid, who's an all-time great quarterback or coach, and. Uh, Kyle Shanahan, who's probably just going to be a footnote, right? Eventually, I mean, he's going to go. He's going to be like one of those guys who went to a lot of Super Bowls, but and then what? Anything. Yeah. Uh, also, point of order here: everybody's Uh-oh. making fun of the Cowboys for the last time when they won a Super Bowl. When's the last time the 49ers won a Super Bowl? <gasps> one year more than the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> so there you go. But they've also been to three <laughs> since then. <laughs> 
many how many of the Cowboys been to? None. Nah, since yes. the last time we won one. Ugh. But also, I mean, that's all that matters, though, right? Winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's all that matters. How many I don't rings wanna... you got? Yep. Five. So do they. So do they. Yeah. But we've only lost two Super Bowls. Maybe three. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. But fuck the 49ers. Fuck the 49ers. And <laughs> Kittle. And Kittle. Piece of shit. Cut your hair. That's all I'm asking. Cut your, cut your hair. Cut your hair. Dude, look up. Oh, dude, look up like fucking nope. meth addict in the in the dictionary. There's a picture of him. He just looks like he looks like a you, they took her gerbs guy. <laughs> oh no! Oh god! Cut your hair. That's all I'm saying. Joe has other words for you. I'm saying cut like use check. I like their fullback. That's awesome. Like the fact that a team has a fullback in today's NFL. That's cool. But just can't stand that motherfucker. Anyway, conspiracies. So <laughs> Conspiracy. congratulations, yay Midwest America. You got another Super Bowl, Ooh. but can't get any more because then you can start be hate. You can start to be hated even more than you already are. I was gonna say a lot of people are not fans at this point. Well, that's why the well, Super Bowl. I mean, outside of the Midwest. Yeah, well, that's why the Super Bowl is kind of like mm, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. We're just here for whatever. the food, for the beer, and for the commercials at this point. Yeah, nobody, nobody really cares. And I didn't even give a shit about that halftime show, to be honest. I mean, like it was cool. Miss Keys came out. Luda came out. Lil John. Will I am. Cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. And her. And her. She was playing the guitar. Mm-hmm. I had to look that up. I was like, who is? Because like, I just thought he was like, a, she was just like part of the band. Yeah. And then they like focused on her when she had her solo. And I was like, that's got to be somebody. Mm-hmm. It's got to be somebody. And it's her. But I'm just saying like from the, the early 2000s, right? These no, well, it was just the like, artists. I kept looking at this. I was like, knew. this is. Well, me and Anthony were both actually saying they're like, he doesn't have any songs by himself to have a, a Super Bowl show. Mm-hmm. He has to have special guests because all of his sh- his good songs For sure. feature somebody else. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it, it, it wasn't bad. It wasn't... Um, U2? Bruce Springsteen or U2 or uh, the Rolling Stones. I think they're, they're, they're knowing who their audience is now. They're like, oh, the millennials. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, that's you know. the way it is because when we were kids, I mean, we didn't give a shit about those old guys. Michael Jackson, who... Well, no, no, no. Prince? We all knew who Michael Jackson and Prince are. But, like, nobody gives a shit. The Rolling Stones, they're not even from here. He doesn't even go here. But, uh. Uh, Yeah. But, yeah. It was was no Lady Gaga. It wasn't Lady Gaga or Bruno Mars had a really good one back in the day. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Eminem, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg. Good one. The best. Actually, I'm going to go ahead and say. And then an upside down 50 cent, which was weird because it looked like he was going to have an aneurysm. It was like his neck veins were popping out, man. Oh, yeah, your blood is right there. <laughs> right there. But, I mean, that one, the Katy Perry had a good one, but Just only because shark. of the left shark. Just the shark. <laughs> I loved it. Became the main character. Yeah. Main character vibes. I mean, dance, dance your little heart out, shark. <laughs> dance your heart out. <laughs> I thought it was a bold move, the, the roller skates. Mm. I thought the roller skates was a bold move. Yeah. I thought that was a very bold move. And it worked. I mean, I didn't see anybody fall. Somebody might have, but I didn't see anybody. Yeah, I, I wasn't paying attention. It's not on the internet today. So. Exactly. That, that's what I was looking Because I was looking in the back. I was like, somebody's got to fall. Mm-hmm. Somebody's got to fall. But no. No. Didn't see one. So, yeah. all in all, I was entertained. It had a good time. Underwhelming, but I think I expected it to be. So The halftime show? All of it. Oh. Oh, I, I really liked <laughs> I know the you game. liked the game. I really sure. liked the game. But... I, really, I really liked the struggle of nobody wanted to win. 
No, no, you win. I insist. I insist you win. You take the ball. <laughs> Have, Have a touchdown. Seen, I'm sure you've seen that stand-up where she was like, I just like to envision football as a bunch of guys, a bunch of best friend guys getting together, playing with a toy. Here you have the toy. And then she was like, and then I imagine Tom Brady and Gronk in the locker room saying, I'm going to give you the toy today. <laughs> like, it was just like really funny. I just laughed really hard the way she explained football. It's just a bunch of guys just being like the best new, friends. Like the, the new video of uh, the gym. That girl, she's like, I, so I just recently started going to the gym. And the gym is like a club bathroom with a bunch of drunk girls. And she's like, so you have all these muscle men posing in the mirror and they're all sitting there like, oh my God, you have the best, the biggest arms in here. And then she says, and they're all really self-conscious. So they have these things called pump covers. So it's a <laughs> shirt you wear because like when you first walk into the gym, you don't have, the, you don't have a pump in your muscles. So your muscles look kind of small, but then you start to work out and then you can take this pump cover off and mm. then it's like, now you can look at my muscles. Dude, it's so <laughs> it's so freaking funny. No, your delts. I love <laughs> it's them. It's so freaking funny that she's like, yeah, that it, the muscle dudes are just like drunk chicks in a club bathroom. Yeah. And I was like, no, you're right. All right. I mean, I've, I've never been to a gym where people are actively complimenting each other the way that drunk girls in a bathroom are because like, Jesus Christ, so loud in there. Why is it so loud? But- I can see that, you know, from far away, like giving the little nod, like, mm-hmm. dude, those were nice reps. I watched that. That was good shit. Yeah. That fucking amazing, amazing <laughs> thighs, bro. Anyway. Those thighs, your quads. That's what I look at. I look at legs. 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 Anyways, so <laughs> can, let's talk about the conspiracy theory of why Joe has tiny legs. Oop. Fuck you, Tim. Oop. <laughs> Did you want to go into uh, uh, since we're talking about the Super Bowl, a couple of Super Bowl conspiracies? No, you no. go. No, you do yours. I'll okay, go, I'll get mine. All right, let's go. Let's go. Get let's into go. it. Okay. Get serious. So this is the this is a conspiracy theory that I I heard about through TikTok. I TikTok. didn't know what it was called. I was just like, this is really interesting because this guy was drawing a timeline on a whiteboard and mm-hmm. kind of explaining all of this in a thirty second video. And okay. I said, okay, you have me intrigued. Then I saw it again. On Color a YouTube. me intrigued. Yeah. I saw it again on a YouTube video. Uh, a woman was explaining one of the books that I'm about to talk about. And I said, excuse me, what? And then I went into more research. Nobody wanted to listen to me, but now you all have to listen to me. So. Oh, they could turn it off right now. It's true. If you don't want to listen to me, that. please don't do that. Skip 30 minutes ahead. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> Would so- you consider yourself an expert on this? No. Or, or, by- or a... Maybe not an authority, but you feel confident in what you're relaying. You understand what's going on. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and this isn't an indictment on you. It's just a... How much? How yeah. in-depth have you gone? Yeah, 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 yeah no. Uh, I would really like to read these two books. Haven't uh-huh. done it yet. And I think once I read those two books, I'll, I'll be a pretty... An authority on on the, uh, the topic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so this is called Generational Theory. Um, and it was created by a gentleman by the name of William Strauss and another gentleman... Uh, by the name of Neil Howe. This is basically a theorized reoccurring generational cycle in America or the Western world. Historical events are associated with generational... God, going to kill me today, apparently. Generational archetypes, and in turn, each archetype ushers in a new turning or era. So 
This is going through the United States history, not world history. They have dabbled a little bit in the... Well, you did say the Western world. Yeah. So like Canada, Mexico, you know. The Western world refers to anybody that's derived from the Greeks. Okay. Because so. I was about to ask you because you said Western... Again, and I understand these aren't your words. I'm yeah, guessing yeah, yeah, yeah. these are words from there. And I was like, because the Western world... Because we're derived... So the, the Romans derived from the Greeks and we are derived from Romans. Mm-hmm. As far as like our our culture and and how we like yes. organize ourselves as a country, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. and that denotes the Western world. So that's what I was actually going to ask you. Like, what do you mean Western Hemisphere? Yes. Or okay. Yeah, we'll say yeah. Well, the Western Hemisphere, like Canada, the Americas. Yes. Um, okay. Oh. And more developed countries. Okay. They're not as I'm not even going to say precise because this isn't even precise. It's a theory, right? Um, but they're not as congruent with the American history as we know it. And we're talking about Anglo-Americans as well because some of these uh, generational biographies go back to 1584. Mm-hmm. So that's obviously before the United States became the United States. Just throwing that out there so that we know more. Wait, wait. So so this does involve colonial times here for this country. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where am I? Um, so each turning or era lasts between 20 and 25 years. Um, the new era affects the economic, social, and political climate in the U.S. or developing country, but we're mm. just going to focus on the United States. The turnings are a part of a seculum, which equates to the average human life, so between 80 and 100 years. Mm-hmm. So if I talk about seculums, that's what I'm referring to. These two have two, they've written two books, one called Generations, A History of America's Future from 1584 to 2069. Mm-hmm. They published this book in 1991. Um, and what that book is, is a, like I said, a generational biography, or they read a bunch of generational biographies that dated back to 1584. Mm-hmm. The other book is called The Fourth Turning, and this one came out in 1997, and this is the one I'm going to focus the most on. Mm-hmm. Um, and they describe, in this book, they describe American history using a fourfold cycle of turnings and generational archetypes. Um, and we'll get into that in just a second. Okay, and then <laughs> how people feel about this theory. Al Gore said that Generations is the most stimulating book on American history. Um, and a lot of people like... <laughs> Al Gore, the man who invented the internet? Yeah, that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and he actually recommended a lot of the cabinet to reading this book. He said, you probably should read this book. And they were, they were like, mm-hmm. Number eight. Um, other people think it's imaginative, imaginative as well. On the flip side, some historians and journalists say that this theory is kooky, quotes, or... Altogether ooky? Yeah. Or, quote, an elaborate historical horoscope that will never withstand scholar, scholarly scrutiny. Mm-hmm. So let's get into that. So we've got turnings, right? And the research in the second book that they wrote, the, the four turnings, they, that goes back to 1435. Okay. So this is even before 1580-something. They saw a pattern in social changes, political changes, and economic changes throughout our history. Turnings are generational events. They are categorized into these four events. A high, an awakening, an unraveling, and a crisis. They also refer to these turnings as seasons of history, Mm quote-unquote. Awakenings equal summer, unravelings are fall or autumn, crisis is winter, and highs are spring. Okay. So a high, according to Strauss and Howe, is the first turning This occurs after a crisis. During the high, institutions are strong and individualism is weak. 
Society is confident about where it wants to go collectively, though those outside, those outside the majority often feel stifled by conformity. According to the authors, the first recent turning was in the U.S. was post-World War I, an American high beginning in 1946 and ending with the assassination of John F. Kennedy, November 22nd, 1963. So that was a turning, and turnings are? An era. So that's our first 20 to 25 years. Oh, gap. so we're going from, what, would you say 19, <clears throat> the end of World War I? Yeah, 1946. So 19... Roughly the end of World War I. So Which like would when... be 1917. Oh, I'm sorry, World War II, my bad. Oh, okay. World War II, World War okay. II, my World bad. War. So 1945 to the assassination of Kennedy is one whole, and that would be That would be the 20. high, yeah. yeah. Okay. So that, that was constituted as a high. Okay. Next. Yeah, high economic. No, no, it was just going to look like everybody had money afterwards, and mm -hmm. we were the only country basically on the planet that wasn't destroyed. Yeah. Jobs, a lot of PTSD. Um, <laughs> but then, yeah, but I could, and then also the space race. We started the space race at the end there with Kennedy and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Cold War. I mean, that's that's a downer. But not like a Korean War happens during that time. A like. No, and I understand. Major, like, no, know? well, I'm just going through the no, big, yeah, yeah. The, the, the big I love things. This, I love this. I love this. Yeah. So no, I can see how it is. Like, yeah, post World War II America was on the in, like the up, the up, and the up, up and up. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Yeah. yeah can, can, can. <laughs> so we're getting into an awakening. According to the theory, the second turning is an awakening. This is an era when institutions are attacked in the name of personal and spiritual autonomy. Just when society is reaching its high tide of public progress, people suddenly tire of social discipline and want to recapture a sense of self-awareness, self-awareness, spirituality, and personal authenticity. Young activists look back at the previous high as an era of cultural and spiritual poverty. Strauss and House, Strauss and House say the U.S.'s most recent awakening was the consciousness revolution. So that was roughly between 1964 and 1984. Mm -hmm began with the 70s. riots, mm -hmm. the riots and rights. the Vietnam War. Uh, they were talking about counterculture. It started, it like gave rise to the feminists, to the environmental and the black power movements. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So I could see that. The only thing I would say, though, is that you, again, people saying that the individuality, say that again, like people wanted more. They wanted to recapture a sense of self-awareness. Okay. Spirituality. Mm -hmm. And personal authenticity. Okay, but the authenticity. The only thing. The only. The, my only thing here is, is that yeah, the counter. That's how the counterculture felt. Mm -hmm. But the culture before that of the nuclear family and you know, mm -hmm. married with. Not saying that this is correct, but that was a huge part of American society as well, and that's how they felt with their spirituality. That's probably being religious people. Yeah. In this country, mostly some kind of Christian. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying it's like, well, that would have been the prevailing thought, I guess, before. But there was a lot of fight back against counterculture. So that I can't even counterculture was probably still the minority in the country. They just weren't the silent minority. So or, yeah, they weren't. The, uh, they were the unsilent minority in society. We'll we'll get into like the archetypes too, because that's okay. also going to play into this. okay. And and again, I'm not shitting on this. I'm just thinking no, about no, yeah, like yeah. I love it. I love how, it for sure. And I'm guessing too, like with the individualism and whatnot, it probably if these are all cycles, it goes back to the more conservative. All right, yeah, we 
We went out and we lived a little free, and now we all have VD and drug addictions. Maybe let's reel it back. Maybe maybe our parents were right. Let's reel it back and kind of just like chill at home for a second. Let's just like let's just Netflix and chill a bit before we go to Coachella again. Yeah. No. Uh. Well. Okay. We'll get. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So, and Actually, this and we're back in 1985. Uh. What did it say? Uh, 64 to 85. I think is what you said. <laughs> we were in 1964 to 1984. Okay. Yeah, roughly. Cool. Good year. Mm-hmm. It's a nice vintage. Okay. So now we have an, an unraveling. This is going to be our next cycle or turning, as they call it. According to Strauss and Howe, the third turning is is an unraveling. The mood of this era, they say, is in many ways the opposite of a high. Institutions are weak and distrusted, while individualism is strong and flourishing. The author, authors say highs come after crisis when society wants to coalesce and build and and build and avoid the death and destruction of the previous crisis. They say the most recent unraveling in the U.S. began in the 1980s and includes the long boom. Do you know what that is? Uh-uh. The long boom refers to various periods of economic growth, most c- commonly the post-World War II economic expansion, but also the 1990s. I, yeah, okay, so that's what I was but just about to say, because I knew that we were going to get into the downturn <laughs> of <laughs> shit, and I was like, bro, the 90s, the late 80s to like throughout the 90s, that was basically up until 9-11. Yeah. That was like, literally, I think that was the longest America had ever been without sending troops to go kill people. That we know about. Um, and like the economic boom at that time was like unmatched, I yeah. think, other than when like post World War II. Yeah, that's what they were saying. Like, yeah, no, no, yeah, that's what I was just agreeing with okay. that. Cause yeah, w- initially I was like, nope, I think this is where this is gonna unravel because we're, we're getting into the economic boom of America. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I know that this was supposed to be kind of a downturn. We're in the winter time of the turnings or whatever. Yes. But yeah, but yeah, but no, but individualism, I mean, I could definitely see, I mean, th- we, they weren't hippies, nope. but you had, um, grunge. you had the grunge, the gr- you the had grunge. the grunge, you had grunge, um, you also, I mean, you had uh, the Spice Girls, mm-hmm. who would, that's an, another feminist movement, Yep. Um, less militant, I think this is where I really agree with the Spice Girls, it's like, <laughs> we're not going to shit on men, but we're just going to be like, no, women are pretty fucking awesome too. Which that's that's we've had this conversation before. That's yeah, what yeah. I agree with. <laughs> no. You don't have to shit on somebody else to make yourself feel better. Um, you shouldn't. Well, you shouldn't. Let's let's. Unless you're joking. Here. I mean, but then it's that's in, a, well, then that's, it's in jest. Well, well, yeah. Well, that's just that's that that that's the relationship between men. Mm-hmm. Men are not nice to each other. No. But the and the meaner we are to you, the more we like you. Yes. Type thing. So, anyways. Um. Okay. Cool. So. So the unraveling. Unraveling. We're like. Mid '80s to almost 2000s. Yeah, right. We're about to have a crisis. We're about to get into the crisis. So, according to the authors, the force turning is a crisis. This is an era of destruction, often involving war or revolution, in which institutional life is destroyed and rebuilt in response to a perceived threat to the nation's survival. After the crisis, civic authority revives, cultural expression redirects towards community purpose, and people begin to locate themselves as members of a larger group. We are in the middle, according to the authors. According to, I think it was Neil. Well, we're about to be at the end. We, Yeah, we were in the middle, I think, when he did that interview. It was like... Yeah, yeah. Early 2010s-ish. Yeah, just Um, about in the middle. Yeah. But yeah, no, if we're in 2024... 
then yeah, we're about to be the end of that. But no, I can definitely, oh, I don't know though. The They say the previous fourth turning in the U.S. government was the crash of Wall Street in 1929 and then climaxed uh, with the end of World War II. So mm, that brought climax. in the, the thing. Um, the GI generation, which they call the hero archetype, we'll get into that in just a second. They were born between 1901-1924. They came of age during this era. I know a guy era. that was born then. Yeah, me too. <laughs> the authors uh, assert the millennial generation, which they also describe as the hero archetype, Boom, born in baby. 1982 to 2005. Sure. They show many similar traits to those of the GI youth, which they describe as including rising civil engagement, improving behavior, and collective confidence. And I would also say this too, when you say civil engagement, that's not just conservative let's go join the military no. and go guilt that's just like being aware of your governments and and having a voice and speaking out so yeah that's what i mean yeah. like this i really like the way they put that because it's not just the archetype of the dude joining the military and, and serving the country or, mm -hmm. or chick whatever person <laughs> lately i've been getting called out a lot on saying things like that um but no, the, the fact that the civil engagement is also put inside of that to where if that's not your thing, you can still be part of that hero archetype and speaking your mind and standing up to what you or what for standing up for for what you believe in. <laughs> God there dang, you go. there you go. I got you. <laughs> you almost had it. Um, no, yeah, I, I also when I was doing research for this, I was like, oh, shit. I mean, I knew about the archetypes. I didn't do too much research when I was looking into this the first time. Mm -hmm. um, about the archetypes, but I liked that they, which is why I put that in there, why the, I liked that they equated millennials and the GI youth. Mm -hmm. Except for we didn't need a draft. Oop. Anyway. <laughs> 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 we also weren't losing people like they were. Yeah, yeah. by the droves. Um, okay, so now we're going to get into archetypes. The authors have named these archetypes differently in both of their books, but we're going to use the ones in the fourth turning just because they make more sense to me. Okay. Um, they are the prophet, the nomad, the hero, and the artist. Okay. So now we're, now we're getting into tarot cards. Now we're getting into, <laughs> what did they call it? History, astrology, or something yeah. like that? Well, it, again, but that's what it sounds like. Right. Like, yeah, legit, yeah, yeah. You didn't do yourself any favors. Not you. The authors didn't do themselves any favors well, see, and like, by calling it like like this so. so i also have what they call it in their first book which is probably less cringy crunchy <laughs> cringy i don't know so anyway uh let's get into the prophet so the prophet or the idealist which is what they okay. called it in yeah. their first book um generations enter childhood during a high a time of rejuvenated community life and consensus around a new uh, societal order Prophets grow up as the increasingly indulged children of this post-crisis era come of age as self-absorbed young crusaders of an awakening, focuses on morals and principles in midlife, and emerge as elders guiding others in a crisis. So examples of these are the transcendental generation, the missionary generation, and boomers. See, that doesn't make any sense to me. Okay. Because uh, there's, there's that old saying, like... Um, Weak men make hard times. Hard times make, and again, men, women, people. Yeah, I mean, that's the generalized yeah. population. So that's what I'm going to use. So weak men make hard times. Hard times make strong men. Strong men make good times. Good times make weak men. And mm -hmm. then it's just a cycle that way. And the boomers were born during a time, during the baby boom era, right post-World War II. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there's a lot of our problems coming. 
No, but 100%. you also say, but but also in that it, it put them into the light of like these are the leaders to lead us through the crisis crises, which is true. But when you're the creator of the crisis, then right. Mm. But they didn't say that they were good leaders, right? Okay, they, all right, they all right. just are leaders, true. right? Okay, well, just because you've survived for seventy years doesn't mean <laughs> that you're a good fucking leader, Mr. Mitch President. McConnell, <coughs> Joe Biden, anybody in Congress? <laughs> Hello. Um, so yeah, those that's that's the profit. Okay, generation. so so it not necessarily putting them in a positive light. It just means that these are the leaders to re- lead that are going to lead through the crises. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so next we have the nomad or the reactive generations. They enter childhood during an awakening, a time of social ideals and spiritual agendas, when young adults are passionately attacking the established institutional order. Nomads grow up as underprotected children during this awakening, come of age as an alienated post-awakening young adult, become pragmatic midlife leaders during a crisis, and age into resilient post-crisis elders. What generation? Gen X. There it That's is. Gen, Gen X. X right that is one hundred percent. Like you desi- you describe Gen X. <laughs> yep. To a freaking T. <laughs> right. That's why, like, when you like research this, you're like, "Fuck, man, is this? Could this be a?" Thing? But also, this is also like it's astrology. Yeah. You're you know you you're drawing you hear parallels. It, yeah, you hear it, so you're like, "Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah." I mean, because you have to think about it. I mean, the boomers had Vietnam. Mm-hmm. So yeah. No. Anyway, continue. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We can get into debates and shit <laughs> later, but. I love that you're I, into this. No, I do. Of... I actually do like this. I was like, no, that's definitely Gen X. Yeah. That's 100% mm-hmm. Gen X. All right. So the next one we have hero or civic generations. Mm-hmm. Um, they enter childhood during an unraveling, a time of individual pragmat- pragmatism, 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 I think it is. I, yeah. self-resilience and laissez-faire. Heroes grow up as increasingly protected post-awakening children, come of age as team-oriented young optimists during a crisis. Emerge as energetic, overly confident midlifers <laughs> and age into politically powerful elders attacked by another awakening. Yep. Welcome to the millennials. So so alcoholism is also known as um, as, as confident uh, <laughs> confident leaders, I guess. Was, I thought it was just called alcoholism because <laughs> we're all alcoholics. It's true. We uh, all have substance abuse <laughs> problems. <laughs> Damn it. But I could also see like the like mm, fuck man, it can't really get any worse. And if it does, mm, well we we survived the last time. Exactly. So. <laughs> throw throw another one at us. Oh uh, yeah, I don't give a shit. You you're right. I still buy comic books and uh and collect toys. I use my adult money for but children also, things. My toys also go boom boom. <laughs> so fuck with me. Find out. Fuck around, find out. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's just like reading this and then you're like, fuck, that's me. That's my friend. And then you get attacked by the fucking Z's and the alphas. Yeah. Why do you guys classify yourselves by your Harry Potter house? Because why do you, you can. zoom in why do you zoom in on TikTok like that? Shut up. <laughs> Leave me alone. Let me live my life. Why do you all have podcasts? Because <laughs> oh, we're super confident. <laughs> because we know all of you are gonna listen so to So what's us. the difference between confidence and don't give a fuck? Mm-hmm. Is it the same thing? It's a good question. <laughs> Because I think it's we more of a. We ask you, nerd nation. <laughs> I think it's more of a don't give a fuck. Yeah, hundred percent. I want to do this, so I'm going to do it. Yeah. I don't care if you. Yeah, guys it's call like me. don't give a fuck in the fact like I don't give a fuck what you think. I'm yeah. still going to do this. So I don't care that you're calling me chuggy. What's chuggy? It's cringy. That's what the Gen Zs. No, now it's Gen Alpha. Alphas. Yeah. yeah. It's the alphas. Yeah. Chuggy. Chuggy. It's cringy. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I'm getting it, dude. 
I'm getting it. I don't. When our parents were like, "What does that even mean?" I don't know. I'm, no, I'm gonna say this. I think us, our, our generation and our parents' generation, we spoke somewhat the same language. Yes. Like we were like, "Oh, nobody says groovy anymore, mom." Like you know, like stuff like cool that. Cool now. But they also use cool. Mm-hmm. Like cool was a term that they used back in the day. Yeah. Still, this whole. I don't know. Like, again, I sound old. <laughs> like, we, I, I brought up, they don't call them commercials anymore. They're called ads. Yeah. I'm saying I get it. I get it. Why? Ooh. Yeah. No, but it's just like, no, I, I feel that we spoke the same language as our parents. And at least we understood, like, their lingo when they were kids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, we were like, nobody says keen. What the fuck is... <laughs> I mean, I know peachy what that keen. is. Peachy keen. I know what peachy keen jelly bean. Like, I get it. Yeah. But nobody says that. Nope. Mom was, yeah, mom was trying to, like, make us <laughs> say these things. And then we would go to school and say those things, and then everybody's oh, like, no, I never, ew, never, I did. I never, did. I said my said mom keen, uses these. Peach keen jelly bean. No, get the hell, get that out of here. Well, I got made fun of for it. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so our last, our last archetype, we have the artist or the adap- adaptive generation. The kids who don't like Slipknot, because they're scary. <laughs> Sensitive Sallies. Anyway, yeah, uh, they enter childhood during a crisis, a time when great dangers cut down the social and political political complexity in favor of public consensus, aggressive institutions, and an ethic of personal sacrifice. Artists grow up overprotected by adults preoccupied with the crisis, crisis come of age as the socialized and conformist young adults of post-crisis world, break out as process-oriented midlife leaders during an awakening and age into thoughtful post-awakening elders. So I've always thought that this was funny. Yeah. Is that Gen X is the hard-assed generation. Mm-hmm. They're the fucking people who don't... They actually don't give a fuck. They really don't. Um, they give less fucks than we do. Mm-hmm. But they're also the generation we get along with the most. Mm-hmm. And they had children mm-hmm. that are these soft-ass fucks. Mm-hmm. And then they complain about soft ass fucks mm-hmm. but you're the one who raised them it's your fault mm-hmm. millennials we don't have kids we none of us had kids like we no we have pets, <laughs> we, have pets. we have pets and we have fun things I don't fucking have kids <laughs> no i can't even take care of myself i buy toys for myself i you think i'm gonna buy toys for another yes i will because yeah. i can't be let i can't go shopping for the bobbin or the podling by myself because i will spend a hundred dollars on all of the toys and books and books also and books. And here is Alicia saying, please don't. And books. Please don't. Squishmallows. The podling got a squish. He's, he's got a little squishmallow. Yeah. He likes she, Spider-Man. There's also still toys from his birthday. Mm-hmm. It's unopened. Yeah, I know. I know. Anyway. Also, Alice, if you have not opened there's like clothing in there too. I'm afraid he's going to outgrow. If you don't open it now, he's not going to be able to fit in it. Was that? Did <laughs> I you had to buy a T2 or 2T. A Ninja Turtle shirt? <laughs> Yeah, Ninja Turtle shirt and uh, Spider-Man pajamas. It's well, the like, Ninja Turtle shirt was to Sunday, so he wore that on Sunday. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. It looks exactly like Uncle Joe's Ninja Turtle shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Can you guess? Can you guess the generation that were the artists? Oh, it's the uh, Gen Z. Well, okay, I'm going to say probably the TikTok generation. Well, I'm going to say let's go previous because we're like in the oh, middle oh, of a crisis, Oh, okay, right? okay. Are we in the middle of a crisis? Oh, because of nine, we're still in the post 9-11 mm-hmm. okay, crisis. Mm-hmm. So the other age. Wait, no. <laughs> so yeah, the I other don't know. Age. Who would um, be? The only one that I knew of these is the silent generation. 
Who's the silent generation? I don't know. Because <laughs> they don't speak up. <laughs> is that the, the, the that's, that's it's before like the Gen X? that were born in the 20s, right? When like the whole Wall Street crashed. Hmm. And they came of age during the Wall Street. Or were they a bunch of artists and shit? Well, no, but they they I, that was the Roaring Twenties. I guess they would have been like the the jazz musicians and the that's like the yeah. first Hollywood boom. I guess it would be too. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe that fits. Again, this is this this is like a horoscope. Like we're looking <laughs> to draw parallels here. But no, but I could see like now currently with the the new artist generation that it's the TikTok generation. Mm-hmm. Everybody thinks they have a platform. I guess and everybody does. I mm-hmm. mean, here we're sitting on it. True. Everybody has a platform mm-hmm. to express and themselves. And you can and and now I mean like Daft Punk put it put it perfectly. Like anybody can do faster. what we do. Oh, sorry. You know what I mean? Like now you have all of this software to do it oh, by yourself okay. at yeah. home. Anybody can do what we do. Mm-hmm. We're not going to do it anymore. Have fun, kids. You know what I mean? But like also like Daft. That's daft. Why are you That's retiring? That's daft. daft. But yeah, I don't know. It just makes more sense. And I, yeah, I, th- I think with this, and we, again, mentioned this when the pandemonium was happening, mm. it was just so much creativity was happening all over the internet. And I was like, man, everybody's so fucking talented. And I think that, yeah, Gen Z and Gen Alpha are, are those are going to be those people. We guess fucks that don't But they're going to be growing into socialized conformist young adults. So it's funny that the artists are going to turn into the conformists. Mm-hmm. They're going to turn us back into the nuclear family. And not to say this specifically, but back in the 50s when it was the nuclear family, you had two and a half kids, white picket fence, two-story house, a car, a dog. All the men had flat tops and black... black Drove the <laughs> same car to work? Well, the, the same four or five cars. Yeah. But also there wasn't a lot of car coming in, like Chevy Ford. True. Plymouth. <laughs> like there wasn't But now of... everybody's gonna have a Tessie and it's gonna be scary. No, they're not, because they don't have enough material to make the batteries. <laughs> Unless they figure out some other material to do the battery. But anyway, I just think that's really funny that, you know, the kids our age are gonna be old curmudgeons basically saying yeah, they're gonna get be off the... my lawn. Yeah, they're gonna be and we're just gonna be like Get on that lawn. We're going to be wearing our skateboards. <laughs> our skateboards. I was going to say, we're going to be like the heads in Futurama. You know what I mean? We're not even, or yeah, it is Futurama. We're not even going to be. And pure. Gen Z's not even going to opt to do that. The The technology will be there for mm-hmm. them, but they're like, just let me die. Yeah. And we're like, no, man, do you know how much more booze I can drink? Like, I won't even get drunk. Like, I just drink it. Like, that'd be kind of cool if you could just like flip a switch and like it slows the metabolism down. <gasps> Imagine. Like in your little like robot body that like your little floating head. Loot that robot's body. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and and then like you're like, whoa, I'm a little too drunk. So you like flip a switch and then you're just like, oh, okay, cool. Now I'm back at a buzz. And then it's it could like just Bender's like completely. Eyes where <laughs> yeah. like he just like fills up with beer. <laughs> and you can flip a switch to like just purge all the alcohol and just like become sober again. Yeah. And you could drink at work. God dang, man. Future's awesome. <laughs> the future is here. Uh, so, what do you guys think? What did What did you think? I again, I think this is. I think it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. It's very fun. It's a very fun um, thought experiment. But I don't think it's again. I think the the horoscope thing is the best way to mm-hmm. describe mm-hmm. it because now you know what you're looking for, right? And you can. Uh, and that's me even saying that I'm part of the hero generation. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. See, Grandpa, we had more in common than you thought. <laughs> But I, I don't know. It's like super cool, especially when you go like further into like because they they go a little bit further into the Roman Empire and and how cyclical yeah. that cyclical cyclical 
yeah mm-hmm. that was as well so no and that's what yeah that's what i think it is i think it's it's there, there's there's got to be something to it because i do believe that i mean yeah society it's all cycles it's mm-hmm. a life cycle it's a life cycle but i think that's more of the fact that we're one human mm-hmm. we are all 99.99999% genetically identical mm-hmm. so therefore we all are going to think relatively the same and then the fact that again we borrow our culture from the romans who stole their culture from the greeks and uh and because we have similar cultures, then we're obviously going to think and act in the same way. Yeah. So that's why you would have. Here he comes, coming from like a whatever <laughs> anthropology <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. Well, right that's, on my parade. <laughs> well, no, but, no. But again, like I don't. I think there's there is something to it, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. But the way that they're describing it and breaking it down, I think it is a little bit of horoscopes. Mm-hmm. But there is something there because, again, like I just said mm-hmm. with all that things and i'm not just like skipping over like the british empire and all those <laughs> things but uh because yeah because i mean the british i mean they were there they were part of they, they were there they existed they were part of the roman empire oxford well, happened one time <laughs> oxford you mean hogwarts the yeah. real life hogwarts yeah but no i'm just and i'm just i'm just equating it to american history mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, no, I think I think there's something there. I think it's 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 something that's definitely like, huh? But you could probably n- like knock everything off ten years, mm-hmm. either give or take ten years, and you could probably still make it fit. Probably, um, in their book specifically, there was there was something that I had read like in a this is an interesting chapter of this whatever. I didn't read the whole book, but I read this, and they were talking, and this was published in 1997, which mm-hmm. is wild to me. So they said in the mid 2000s they they actually predicted like uh like a a country changing president and then like you know Barack Obama was elected in 2008 so I was like how the hell would you even know that in 1997 is it just because the trajectory trajectory we were on at that time or like like a country changing president what do you mean Yeah like having the first black president you know what I mean like from this point behind was just white presidents and Mm. then we get barack obama we could have had a woman president that could have been the same thing but i don't know it was Mm. just really interesting the way that they put it well the thing about predictions and things like that is like oh you only remember the only times that they like got them right yeah Yeah, but Mm -hmm. how many times did they get them wrong yeah 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 so no yeah i I completely agree it was just again it's interesting no and again like i'm not 100% 100% shitting on it. It is interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But also, yeah. how many times did you get that wrong? <laughs> Were you just say it's like it's like again, watching football and you're like, "Oh, right, we need an interception, right? We need a we need a turnover right here." And it's like, "Well, if you say that before every play, you're bound to get it right." Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So, except for when you're me. <laughs> and I feel like and you jinx it. Well, no, I I'm, I'm going to toot my own horn here. Ooh. When I when I say things, when I have insightful comments about football, the commentators say it like two seconds right after. Ooh, nice. With with delay and stuff, I'm like, dude, me and Greg Olson were saying the same thing at the same damn time. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Also, Greg Olson, I know I know you're listening to this. Um, I am sorry you lost your job. Hi, I thought Greg you were, I thought you were doing I thought you were doing a, a a pretty fine job. Sorry about your job. Sorry about your job. Did you? Th- oh no! I, did I send that to you? Mm. The fireball, because he's like the fireball spokesperson now. Mm-hmm. And he was telling you when to take shots of fireball. 
He's like, yeah, so when you get let go of your job that you thought you did a pretty good job <laughs> at. And the shit that sucks about it is he's getting fired so they can hire Tom Brady. Oh. Not to say that Tom Brady is going to be a bad commentator, but you don't know. Yeah. Jason Witten was very bad at it. True. And he's, Tony Romo was like. Tony Romo was very good at it. He, he, he was, was so good at it, they told him to stop being so good at it because you're predicting the game. You're making it boring for everybody. <laughs> Now That's Steve, how good they, Tony They do a screen pass. Well, right? no, oh, was, look, there it is. No, he, legit. His first season, they were like, bro, stop it. <laughs> yeah, Tony Romo was like a fluke. They were like, oh, man. You're making it seem like uh, like the NFL is rigged, which gets into our second conspiracy theory of it. the week. So we just... Um, Put a put a we put just put a seal on the 2023-24 NFL football season yes. with the Kansas City Chiefs defeating the San Francisco 49ers in overtime mm-hmm. and Super mm-hmm. Bowl in the, in the last Super Bowl. What was it? 48, 50, 45, 50, 58, Super 58. Bowl 58, there Super Bowl 58. Yeah, cuz they were doing that weird 13. Yeah, well, thing. Uh, I'll, I'll get oh into Oh my god. Oh, oh my god. We'll, okay. we'll get into it, Sal. Okay, I'm, we'll, I'm jumping we'll ahead. Get we'll All get the times. into it. Okay. And um, and the biggest conspiracy theory I want to bring up, and not just with the NFL, I think every uh, professional sport has come under this scrutiny at, at any point in its time, that much like professional wrestling, the NFL is scripted, mm. and therefore mm. it's it's rigged. Rigged. Tell me, tell me why. And I, well, because well, just because. Okay. Mostly, it's, it comes from the fans whose their team doesn't win. Right. Or the the fans of teams that aren't run really really well, so you end up doing stupid things throughout a game, and it's like, well, the referees they didn't do they're they're against us, and it's like, well, maybe your coach is really fucking bad at doing things, or maybe your quarterback, maybe you shouldn't throw interceptions. You know, it's just yeah. it's shit like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Winners don't bring up. Conspiracies, you like the fans of the Kansas City Chiefs or the 49ers because this last uh, Super Bowl really didn't have any controversies. True, as far as like you know, blown calls or anything like that. So actually, like, good job to the referees Yay. in this game. Um, I didn't notice who the referees were, and that's a good thing. Yeah, I shouldn't know who the fuck. I shouldn't recognize referees. Um, yeah, those the fans of those two teams aren't saying calling conspiracy or saying oh the NFL's rigged. Because they made it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is recency biased. I do get that. But also, like, yeah, if you don't have anything really to complain about, then you can't blame it on somebody you can't else. can't just be Rather sitting- than just blame it on your coach or your quarterback or your quote-unquote generational talent who used to be a linebacker and now they put him at edge rusher and he gets two sacks at the end of, the, like, in the last two months of the season. Maybe just blame it on that. Maybe blame it on the defensive coordinator who puts you in freaking zone coverage when you haven't played zone coverage all goddamn year to cover up one injury on your defense. Rather than just sticking with the defense you know and dealing with that one soft spot on your defense. Maybe shade a safety over there to that side to cover up that side. Oh, but what do I know? What do I know? I'm not sitting in the booth with the backwards hat. Coaching the fucking commanders now. No. <clears throat> anyway, so I imagine, yeah, people like that. People I imagine like that. these conspiracy theories are <laughs> made up by a man at a, sitting at his computer at his nine to five that he hates so much. So all he does is he stews on well, the, the loss. Yeah, and he well he and then the thing is is you come up with reasons. It, it can't be 
it can't be all those things. Mm-hmm. No, they have it out for us. It's mm-hmm. not my fault. It's not my quarterback's fault. It's the referee. It's the end of it. It's Roger Goodell. It's Roger Goodell whole, has it out. The for whole NFL is against this franchise. And this is this is so. There's a lot of reasons why this is bullshit. Okay. In yeah. my in my so th- this is this is the conspiracy, but I'm gonna debunk it. Where you were sitting there like, oh, this is interesting. I'm like, this isn't interesting. It's fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. There is no conspiracy. I, I I don't think so. Like in, in my personal opinion, I don't think you could rig the NFL. Now individuals could probably rig games mm-hmm. if. A referee had money on the game, or if he gets like strong armed by, let's say, an organized crime family, <laughs> yeah, you could probably throw a fucking game to make somebody some money. But the fact that there's a script, quote unquote, I think that is that is bullshit. And I bring this up. This was a commercial done by the NFL, starring Tom Brady, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I loved mm-hmm. because he, Tom Brady says. If there was a script, do you think I would allow them to have me lose to Peyton Manning's little brother twice? (laughs) No, I would not agree to that. So and it's like, yeah, see, that's. So like, here's my question with this with this whole script. Is Mm -hmm. it like a a drama for (laughs) half a year? Right. Like, do you have the whole season written out or does it go? Is it more like pro wrestling? Is it more like pro wrestling? Let's go with the hot hand. Let's go with the story. I say no, because if they were going with the story, it would have been the Lions. The Lions would have been in the Super Bowl, probably would have lost. Mm -hmm. That's how I would have booked it. I would have booked it because then we can have we don't have the win right away. Mm -hmm. Now you can play with that for another couple seasons as they build their team up. True. And get more money generated out of that. Mm hmm. If if this was all booking like it was in professional wrestling, yeah. it would be the Cowboys and the Patriots in the Super Bowl every year or the Niners and the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Like it would be like the same four or five teams over and over and over again. Three years ago, two years ago, whichever, you had the Rams, which is it's an L.A. team, but they're not even the most popular team in their city. Yeah. They're probably the third most popular team in their city behind the Lakers and the Dodgers. Mm hmm. I'm not saying in that particular order, right, but right. those are the two kings of L.A. Yeah. And maybe even the L.A. Kings, <laughs> if you want to go to hockey. But it was between the Rams and the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Ohio. What? <laughs> what? Like, the, the, that wasn't a money, huge money generator for the NFL. Not that they didn't make any money off of that Super Bowl. Right. Because it was pretty cool. It was the first time a uh, team won... Actually, it was the first time that a team played in their home stadium. Oh, okay, cool. Which, again, oh, it's scripted. And, ooh, the the NFL logo that they came out with a year before featured yellow, which is one of not even the primary Rams color. Because <laughs> I would figure that the I think blue is the primary Rams color. It's yeah. blue and yellow. Mm-hmm. And orange. Ooh, it's yellow and orange. Ooh, it's the, it's, get the fuck out of here, dummies. They did it again with this one. Well, no, not this one. Well, last last year they did because it was red and green, and that was the Chiefs and the Eagles. But people were theorizing that it was going to be the Niners and the Ravens because yeah. of the red and the purple. Red and the purple. And then we just saw the new one, and it is uh, purple and, oh, what was it? See, do they have to purple change? Purple and red. Do they and have to was... change their scripts? 
like based on the fact that you figured out their conspiracy like what's happening yeah do they do they do a last minute pivot like <laughs> yeah. they did with wrestlemania 40 this year exactly um now and they see and that's why i say is like no this is not rigged because oh, sure. uh, again those are there would be the same six teams we haven't won a super we haven't even been to a super bowl in 30 years and we're the most actually the dallas cowboys are the most lucrative franchise in the world mm-hmm. any sports franchise mm-hmm. that's over soccer and with one country watches football. Yeah. That is how fucking, like, people don't understand. Soccer is an international sport. Mm-hmm. All the, in, the entire rest of the world watches soccer. And we are worth more than Manchester United, which I think is probably one of the, the biggest uh, Premier League uh, clubs. No. There, yeah. there, there's, there's no, and, and if this is the case, then you need to hire yourself a new booker because you guys could be making a hell of a lot more fucking money. Jerry Jones, why aren't you throwing more money over God there, man? Dang, man. Um, but <laughs> no, but but the more pragmatic thing here is you. Can, there's too many. There's 22 individual players on any given play mm-hmm. on the field. Mm-hmm. That's too many people to keep quiet. Too many people have to be on the same page on throwing a game or or having a game come out to a certain. Um, ending mm-hmm. right and then you take into account so it's 50 so it's not even do that 53 men rosters 53 players on an active game day roster then you have roughly 12 maybe more coaches okay when you take take in the head coach offensive defensive coordinators you have like an offensive line coach and stuff like that and then sometimes those coaches have advisors mm-hmm. which is kind of like an assistant coach but i don't think you'd be like oh, i'm the assistant defensive line coach or i'm the assistant tight ends coach or you know like yeah <laughs> and then you have all the medical staff mm-hmm. and then you have the ball boys mm-hmm. you have the water boys mm-hmm. you have what <laughs> oh sorry sorry <laughs> should be doing the what thing you have the all the all the officials on the sidelines you have the people who who hold up the the first down markers you have all of that's not even that you have the production crew true you have cameras on every angle in every freaking game so then now you have to worry about what they see mm-hmm. at home watching this so if they see you rigging a game oh oh no it's over there's too many people too many people to police and keep on the same page mm-hmm. and then you say well joe okay well joe not everybody has to be in on it only the important maybe the coach and like the quarterback and maybe the coach, the quarterback, and like the, the the running back or the wide receiver. Some of the more important, quote unquote. I'm yeah, not saying people, that nobody is unimportant. Yeah, because yeah. it, it is the ultimate uh, team sport. But yes. no, I see what you're saying. The, the people who touch the ball every play, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're most of the plays. The center. Um, again, there's too many people that have prying eyes. Not to say that they're looking for you rigging a game, but just like accidentally seeing something happen or you know or whatnot. Right. It's like. You just no, have a, a gum wrapper fall out of your pocket and it has a throw this on this play. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, something something stupid like that. <laughs> yeah. It would have to be something stupid like that. And it would be like a the ball boy. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what, what is this? Why mm-hmm. is there grease on the ball? No! <gasps> oh, no. No, but and yeah. like, I, it's, it's hard for me to believe this because playing sports myself, I'm a very competitive person, I'll, I'll mm-hmm. give you that, but you're like adrenaline lost in the moment if you're like coach is saying okay we're gonna throw this play or let him get this down or whatever right if you're a lineman hell no you see red like and then you're like oh sorry coach i didn't mean to like actually tackle him but 
that's the, what you do, right? Well, it, and, and we're not even world-class athletes. Because exactly. I see 100% where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. But these are people who have worked their entire lives to get to this point, And 100%. you're just going to tell them to switch that competitive drive off? Mm-hmm. Hell no. No. These people are almost like borderline certifiable, some of these dudes. <laughs> like, they will kill people. Yeah, no, I, I, I just can't see that happening where they're, you're there. And I'm specifically like picking on quote unquote, like the, the linemen, but like, those are the guys that I can't see throwing a game mm-hmm. because just watching them play and like how frustrated they get when they didn't do it. Or they're like, okay, this, this is the play. This is the yeah. blitz. Right. You know what I mean? Like linemen to me, I couldn't, you couldn't throw them. No. And most anybody on the defense, I think you can throw them. Yeah, the defense way more. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. definitely, definitely. No, I, I agree with that 100%. Um, but like I said, like, but I, I do see where people can kind of get skewed because. It's all there's, politics. Well, there's been a lot of fucking blown calls, not just this year. There's blown calls every year. Mm-hmm. And it happens not just to one team. It happens to all the teams. Mm-hmm. Like it, it all comes out in the wash, man. There are there are some calls from you know playoffs back in the day, maybe when we were playing against Green Bay and a certain <laughs> player caught it, but they said he didn't catch it. <laughs> and then like you know during this Super Bowl, exact same play and situation, but they said he caught it. You know somebody There's that a has a mind things. like that might be like, oh well, the NFL had it out for 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 my team. Or the rules could have changed because of that one fucking play, <laughs> actually. And they did. Because the that most one lucrative play... franchise said, this is bullshit. Well, no, but I, well, really what it was, was I think the NFL, I think it was more of the fans. Mm-hmm. That's what like, I'm saying. That oh, yeah. lucrative franchise. I think it was more of the fans. Yeah, the fans were like, the, um, you know, he caught that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, diving for the end zone is a football move. So you know, therefore, let they, me, it would have been me, a catch and a fumble out of bounds. I made you a PowerPoint presentation <laughs> on why Des caught it. But no, but yeah. And then that's all. That's all. Like anybody, yep. every team, every fan can think of at least one call that went against them. Yeah. And if you take yourself objectively out of it. Or sometimes it does feel like the coaches just throw the game. Right. Like they'll just like fucking. Why did you call that? Why soon. is that a thing? I'm too, just saying. Too soon for some. For some fans, um, but uh, but no, I. Golly. Yep. When you when you're when it's not even your football team and you're screaming at the coach because you're like you're an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. You go bite kneecaps somewhere else. Um, but no, th- I mean, there's there's actually a few there's actually a few calls that I'm like, whoa, whoa what was that? Um, I think it was the NFC Championship like five six years ago. It was like the Vikings and the Saints or something like that. When there was like a blatant like. Before the ball even was near the wide receiver, the defender just like tackled him, mm-hmm. and there was no flag called. Yeah, of course. And it was like, what, <laughs> what just happened? Are they showing it on the jumbo trial? Yeah, like, are like, they what, seeing what, what the we're fuck? Seeing? Like, like you're like like I think it was the Saints were like already celebrating. Like, cool, first down, new set of downs. We get the ball right there. We're we're gonna win this game. And then you're looking for the flag. Like, what the hell just happened? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, there's a few, but also until we get rid of human referees, that shit's gonna happen because mm-hmm. um, people are gonna people. Spoiler alert: people are imperfect. Mm-hmm. People are gonna people. <laughs> People's gonna peoples. But um, but yeah. So if if you but like a lot of things like we were talking about the horoscopes earlier, if you look deep enough into things, <laughs> you can make things connect. Yep. Um, 
and that's where I'm going to get into the Taylor Swift conspiracy. And this one's twofold. Ooh. This one's twofold. So, uh, so if you don't know, if you've been living under a rock, Taylor Swift is dating the star tight end of the um, Kansas City Chiefs, Travis Kelsey, and um, and he, um, she's been she's been showing up to games, and people have been complaining about it for some fucking reason. I don't, know. I don't understand it. Three and a half hour broadcast, and she's on the screen for like a total of thirty seconds combined. Right, and it's like, dude, com- calm the fuck down. You need to chill out. Shut up, Boomer. Oh, oh, uh, to quote Taylor Swift, you need to calm down. Oh, is that a, is that a thing? Mm-hmm. So anyway, so uh, so they're saying that this whole thing is rigged, that this is just this is a uh, collusion between the NFL and Taylor's people to make more money. She did generate them like over like three hundred million dollars in worth of like merchandise sales. Yes. God damn. God damn. <laughs> And the reason why they're saying it's all like a big, it's a, it's all a big hoax for everybody to make money, is um, so the, the the Swifties came up with these things. Ooh, of course the Swifties did. They are looking. So her her favorite number is thirteen, right? Mm-hmm. This was uh, this was Super Bowl fifty eight. Uh, five plus eight is thirteen. It was held on February eleventh. Two eleven. Two plus eleven is thirteen. Um, the Chiefs will play the 49ers. Four plus nine is 13. Uh, the halftime score was 10 to three. That's 13. Her uh, flight from Tokyo, where she had her concert the night before the Super Bowl, but again, it's Different the way time. time works, the time dilation or whatever. It's a 13 hour flight mm. from uh, there. Um, if you subtract 13 from 100, what do you get? 87, 87, which is Travis Kelsey's number. So they're saying all of these, oh, it points all, it's all a conspiracy. Of course. But the reason why it's called a conspiracy, and this is the biggest, this is this is the, the, the big moneymaker that okay. I'll drop down right here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So last year, uh, okay. one of the, so there's a conspiracy theory, theory going around that a United States three-letter, one of the three-letter agencies in the United States CIA, FBI, NSA, mm-hmm. one of those ones. Yeah. I don't know which one. One of the three acronyms. Yeah. Um, they, um, that that Taylor Swift is actually a PSYOP constructed by one of these three-letter agencies to control the, the populace of America. Mm-hmm. So basically what they're saying. God, I love <laughs> it when it takes a turn like this. So what they're saying is that, like, let's just say, like, the CIA... 20 no how old is she? she's like 30 35 yeah she's close to my age yeah so like let's just say 30 years ago they're like you know what we're going to create this pop star and she's going to become beloved by everybody and then we're going to take over the youth of america and tell them what to think by mm. feeding her jargon so she could push our narrative okay this got traction because like last year maybe two years ago and this is from um task and purpose Dot com, which is like a, a military veterans news uh, channel that I follow. Okay. They reported that uh, one of these three-letter agencies, they went to like a NATO, a NATO symposium, and they were doing like a thought, a think tank, like a thought thing, like, oh, so this is how you would do this. Mm-hmm. And they brought up Taylor Swift as an example mm. of this. Mm-hmm. And then I'm I'm gonna a news network came um, they 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 got wind of this Fox 
And um, <laughs> and they're like, oh, Taylor Swift is is brainwashing the youth of America. They're pushing the liberal agenda. Here's a quote from NATO. But last I checked, if you're going to run like a super secret psyop and try to like bamboozle the entire population of a country. For sure. You're not going to like publicly announce it because this was not a closed door thing. This right. was just like a, a like, you know how they do the MSNBC, like you could just like look in on Congress and see them not working. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they should all be in homes. <laughs> um, yeah. If you're going to run some kind of secret psyop fucking thing, maybe you don't just announce it like in front of like not just like allies, but. Well, don't you Let know all the, all the known? things that leaked? They were open about all of those things. The yeah. Manhattan Project. So this is this is why this is why it's all mm. a conspiracy. Because one, Taylor Swift is a psyop. Two, the NFL is already rigged. I'm so I'm very surprised nothing about the Illuminati came out this year. Like there was no Illuminati conspiracies from the Super Bowl that I saw. I didn't see any. Either. That's what I'm saying. This uh. is that's that's a trip to me because. Because Beyonce. The, the only the only thing that I've that I've seen oh Beyonce was at the Super Bowl mm-hmm. with her super blonde hair that was actually kind of jarring I've was never it? seen her I've never seen her with blonde hair that blonde oh, okay okay which I was like oh dang okay mm-hmm. all right phenomenal hair though I will say I am jealous of Beyonce's hair them locks though it's very full yeah pisses me off. <laughs> And it's not all frizzy like mine, but also like I don't have like a team of people. I was gonna <laughs> say, how much product hair. do you put in your hair, Joe? Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I, I now that I'm thinking about it, not a whole lot of Illuminati stuff. Yeah. Other than there was a bunch of fucking idiots on the internet. Oh, just just give them cake and circuses, and they'll be quiet. Like you know the whole like. Oh, yeah. The government is just doing this to keep us under control. Fat and happy. And I'm just like, okay, cool. I like being fat and happy. Right. But also like, no, dude, how, can we just enjoy things? Can we just enjoy our lives? No. Like, are we just supposed to Red worry pill about politics? We're just supposed to worry about politics all fucking day. And I don't care which side you fall on, but like. All of it. No, I can't. We can't have one day. No. Can't. You can't have one day. Can't enjoy Star Wars anymore because it's owned by Disney. Can't have one day. So, so that was, that was the. That was me putting the kibosh. I hope I s- settled everything uh, <laughs> once and for all for all of you people out there. Um, it's not, uh, nothing's fucking rigged, guys. Nothing's rigged. Nothing Aside from real. individuals going into business for themselves, i.e., you know, throwing games or rigging games for Do their you know own what was one of my, Let me just comment on this Taylor Swift, huh. T. Swift and Kelsey drama real quick, okay? Mm-hmm. So people are saying that Taylor Swift is only using Travis Kelsey for his money. She is the youngest billionaire in the history of the world. I'm sorry. Because they were saying that too. They're like, oh, well, she's just doing it for publicity. This is the most seen woman on the face of the planet. She is in one of, she's in the midst of one of her biggest tours ever. I think, I think it's the biggest tour. The biggest tour ever. Well, it's been like two, she's been on tour for like two years. Facts. I mean, granted, she is like fucking kicking out more of a cargo, uh, carbon footprint than a 76 charger. Yeah. But because she's flying on her personal jet and I'm not like I would knock her if she was a um, uh, an environmental head. Oh, yeah. If she was sitting there telling me recycle your iPhone and blah, 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 while I drive to the store in my fucking jet. <laughs> Let me take my helicopter. Over. Yeah. Like if she was one of those, then I would have more of a problem with it. Mm-hmm. But she's not being a hypocrite with no. it. So. All right. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, so. but I'm like, 
hmm, let me just like look at their income real quick. Oh, yeah. It's a vast difference. She's worth one point. I just looked at it because when I was doing research for this, she's like $1.7 billion. Mm-hmm. Freaking She's ridiculous. the youngest billionaire in history, and she's younger than you are. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go and say she has time to make more fucking money. Yeah. This is this is like this is like a Tom Brady and Giselle thing. Exactly. Tom Brady was able to take all them pay cuts so he, they can hire like the best players in the league because his wife was making millions and millions and millions Stupid of dollars. Amounts of money, yeah. Designing clothes. Yeah. Also, like, I don't know. I've never been offered a check with that many zeros on it. Obvious, fuckingly. I don't know if you knew this. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> but like, dude, if you're you. You want to get paid $50 million and have like one other good player on your team and then you have to get fucking scraps because they can't afford to pay anybody else because you're getting paid $50 fucking million. How about you take a fucking pay cut? Mm-hmm. What's the difference between 20 and 50? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure you still, you're, you're not going to be starving. Nope. I'm going to be fucking starving. Nope. But I don't know. Yeah. Especially when you have a partner. That is making more than enough money. Fuck, dude. I'd be like, I'd be happy to make a million dollars a year. Well, yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, me as well. But I mean, I also think it's, it's kind of like a social thing in that, in those circles. Mm -hmm. Cause like you're sitting there and you're like, you're like, well, yeah. I mean, he's the starting quarterback for his team, but he's only making $23 million a year. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's like a dick measuring contest type thing. That's like, you know what? I'd rather be Tom Brady and make $23 million a year. And have seven fucking rings. Facts. Like, I would rather that. And I would rather have the rings on I'm my fucking fingers. I'm still making money because I'm in commercials and I do this and I do that because I have seven fucking He was rings. in a funny commercial. I fucking laughed my ass off. Was it the scripted one? No, the Duncan. Oh, yeah. That was so... F- oh, my... I... I that, was, that was cringe. It was very cringe until I saw Tom Brady. Mm. And then Beyonce was like... Or no, uh, J-Lo was like, you can stay. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. The the whole time I was I was watching that commercial, I said, "Ooh, wow! I have passive cringe for you. <laughs> I am I can't watch this. It's like when I watch Love on the Spectrum, I'm like, oof, it's hard to watch. I can't do this no more. I can't look away. Can't do I can't it's look like away. It's like a train wreck. <laughs> uh, all right. So, is there anything else you wanna you wanna talk about as far as the the secular? See now you're having you issues. Uh, but no, if, if listen listen to this episode, read those books. Let me know what you think. If you have time, if you're interested, I think it's green and purple. Green and purple is the next. That's the logo on the next Super Bowl. <laughs> so it's it's gonna it's be the Vikings and it's gonna be the Vikings and the Jets. Oh, the Jets, no way. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. Ooh, that would actually be a good narrative. Aaron Rodgers again versus a former ooh. NFC North team. Yep. Mm-hmm. I do. Oh. I don't like that they have the Florida Lee on the because it's New Orleans. Yeah. So they have the Florida Lee on the uh, the thing, but that's also the logo for the Saints. The Saints. Yeah. And it's like that's a little too close to home for me. Okay. It'd be like if they had the Super Bowl in, in Dallas and they had a bunch of stars on there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I as a Cowboy fan, I'm be like, well, okay, whatever. But I could also see how people are like mm, maybe take the star off that. Yeah. Do we have to be so? Yeah. Biased. Jerry, do you have to put your fucking dick stamp on everything? <laughs> He's like, well, yes. Well, yeah, <laughs> actually, I do. Uh, no, so uh, also let us know what you guys would like to talk about next because I love conspiracy theories. And the more I get to learn about them, the more I love that. So. I like the fun ones, though. Yeah, Joe's. I like the stupid ones. Joe's, Joe's going for. I mean, they're all stupid. T but... Swift is a cyborg. <laughs> I don't know. She's a psyop. 
She's decided she's here to to influence all of your your voting pleasures. I don't fucking know, dude. And I'm into uh, the Hopis and the aliens and um, a little bit of time here. A little so bit of time. Let us know what you want to listen to. Is on my time. Yes, it is. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, there's still something in here. <laughs> Ooh. It's like a treat. <laughs> do the do the Homer fingers <laughs> when he sees donuts. Ooh. Perfect. <laughs> that was that was good. That was really good. <laughs> what a way to end it. All right, guys. If you've made it to this point in the episode, then um, then we'd like to thank you. Whether you've been an A one day one, you're a first time listener, we'd like to thank you for spending just a little bit of your day, a little bit of your week, a little bit of your life with us. But a very special thank you to our Patreons, Motor City TMT, Miss M, Professor of Muggle Studies, Machine Gun Polly, our Phoenix fam, Alistair Motherland, Jess Bizzle, and Shell Dizzle. Thank you all for being awesome producers the most humble show. Thanks, guys. And if you'd like to be a producer like these awesome folks I just mentioned, go to patreon.com slash muchadoaboutnerding and just go to patreon.com and search muchadoaboutnerding. And if you'd like to be a part of the conversation instead of just listening to it, hit us up on Instagram, muchadoaboutnerdingpodcast with underscores instead of spaces. We also have an email address, nerdnation2020 gmail.com and we have a TikTok which Player One has been posting like a champion on. So go to TikTok and search Nerd Nation 505 or Much Ado About Nerdy. And on behalf of Player Two, this is Player One saying stay safe. Stay safe. Stay nerdy. Nerdy on, so. Nerdy on, Joe. And nerdy on, Nerd Nation. This has been another episode of Much Ado About Nerdy. Thanks for listening, guys. Boom, 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 boom. Yes, those are different songs. The gym. Our production coordinator goes to the gym in the middle of the day since Define Fitness or whatever is like right across the street. I'm like, what's that like where you you can just work out and then go back to work? I hate that. I hate that for you. I hate that for me. Well, also, Ugh. we sweat. Yeah, this is true. We sweat. Like, we, we kind of have to take showers after the gym. Mm-hmm. If we're going to do anything, like, I'll come home and like, I went, to, I went to the gym late today because I didn't work today. But so I haven't showered since the gym now, but I'm just at home. Mm-hmm. So it's not. I can't smell you. So, yeah, thank you. It's not like our, like we sweat, but I feel like we're not smelly sweaters. Well, but it's also like I don't drink a shit ton of water, but I drink water. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's really what what it is. It's that's when it's all the the extra toxins and shit that your body's getting rid of through your sweat. That's right. what makes you stink. Mm-hmm. And then also not washing because then the bacteria starts to build up and. That sucks. And and that smells. Yeah. You smell like balls. (laughs) You smell like beef. (laughs) Smell like beef. (laughs) Smell like beef. I'm 16. I'm I'm a a grandmother. Mom, my nuts. (laughs) Get my nuts. (laughs) I think the funniest one is like, here, you mean a lot to me. Here's a pine cone (laughs) on a stick. So damn good. Oh, I love that. Uh, Dude, girl. her quips, man. That I little don't, girl is a gem. She's, she's, yes, she must be protected at all costs. All costs. All costs. And now, like, in uh, two years, they're going to be like, do you remember this little girl? This is her now. And I'm going to be like, God damn, she's old. And now I'm old. Black. I saw a TikTok today that was kind of sad. Hmm. It was like, uh, like, it was like sad history of like popular memes. Okay. And like the smiling girl. 
Mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. that girl. Apparently, that's from toddlers, toddlers and tiaras. Okay. And um, and that little girl committed suicide when she was sixteen. Woof. Yeah. According to a TikTok thing. Okay. Like uh, again, like I don't know how much, but I was like, oh, that fucking sucks, dude. If that's so, I'm real, guessing that's she probably terrible. got into that life of models and you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. That kind of the pressure. So if if that is indeed true, that sucks. That's terrible. Oh. Well, I'm sure that apparently kids gonna if he's not already getting Pearl. it, <laughs> he's gonna get it because you're a ginger and you're a <laughs> meme. So, <laughs> yikes. No, but I see, but I could see that just being that just be him like embracing it fully. Yeah. Like uh, what was the like, bad luck, Tom? Bad luck, bad luck, Tim. Oh, with the, 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 the hat dude. No, guy. that's like douchebag. I think that guy's douchebag something. Mm, okay. No, the 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 ginger, the redheaded dude with, uh, the, with the, the braces. braces. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, I'm pretty sure like he embraced. Him. Like, yeah, fuck yeah. Well, and so does the dude with the hat. The guy yeah, that yeah, you yeah. just brought up. He's like, fuck yeah, dude. That's me. I remember. <laughs> well, the the I like turtles kid just came came yeah, back. Right. I did see that. He just came back. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. If you were a meme back then, I would embrace it. Yeah, hell yeah. Why not? Why? Not everybody who makes fun of me. I'm all over the internet for probably the worst reasons, but whatever. And I whatever. think I think the uh, the crazy girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I think she she embraces it too. Well, she had a whole YouTube video, like whole YouTube channel. Oh, right? really? Yeah, Did I she? think so. I don't. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Or maybe I'm thinking of like the overly attached girlfriend. I think whatever. that yeah, the one that she's like yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Her one. picture is like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So what did you, you do yesterday? What did I do yesterday? Yesterday I did the dishes. And you know what I'm talking about. I'm not, I don't give a shit about that. <laughs> I went over to Tim and Alicia's. Oh, uh, you going to go to the bar? No. Oh. Mm-hmm. I was going to, and then Tim was like, well, I guess we're ha- hosting Jackie and Marcus, so if you want to come over here, you can come over here. And I said, sure. Mm. So I just went over there and entertained Kate and Theo while Marcus and Tim watched the game, and Jackie mm-hmm. and Alicia hung out. I was I'm, I had a good time. I was I, gonna I, say you went to camp. Yeah, we went to Kim and Anthony's, mm-hmm. and um, no, it was I thought it, I, I had a great time. Good. Actually, I really not just the time, but I thought the game was actually really good. Everybody kept complaining. They're like, "Oh my god, it's like three to zero for like all the whole entire time." Yeah. I'm like, these are fun games, damn it. Well, yeah, Alicia. <laughs> these are fun <laughs> damn games. It's like it kept on happening. Like the first bet mistake happened, and I was like, "Oh, this is if this is a close game, that might." In the first quarter, that might set the tone for mm-hmm. the rest of the game. And then Kansas City didn't want to win the game. And then Kansas City fucked up. And then San Francisco didn't want to win the game. And the whole first half was like, no, you win the game. No, you win the game. No, I insist you win the game. Like, nobody, like, you kept on getting opportunities to take over the game. Yeah. And and it just wasn't happening. Um, yeah, Alicia, I think it was like six minutes, seven minutes left in the game. And she was like, oh, it's a game. <laughs> I thought it was like zero zero this whole time, and then like we all looked at the TV and we're like, "Oh shit, okay, yeah." No, I thought I thought it was good. There was no there was no controversies, like no bad calls, no big calls. They were letting them play. There was a couple of times that I, I was looking and I was like, "Ooh, that could have been a flag," mm-hmm. but they were letting the guys play, and I was like, "Cool, that's actually how I would prefer that." Right. I would I would prefer that. Keep you know keep your fucking flags in your pants. Yeah. But um, but no, I thought I thought it. <laughs> Even even though this like Super Bowl and I'll we'll get into it a little bit later, but uh, even though this Super Bowl is like nobody gave it gave a shit outside of the Bay Area and the Midwest, mm-hmm. nobody even gave a fuck. No, Mm-mm. and Swifties, Swifties, yeah, 
That's what they're called, right? <laughs> they? Swifties? They're yeah. Swifties? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Alyssa made custom shirts yeah. that said, go Taylor Swift's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Well, those, they've been out for a long time. Oh. Those, yeah. I, I thought it was funny. Well, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> taking that away from her. I'm just saying. But those those have been out for a long time. Uh, made those, me laugh. Those are big. Did you hear? See what Ryan Reynolds put? Uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> Because the dead the Deadpool trailer dropped yes. yesterday. Mm-hmm. Did see and that? And he like posted on social media. And he was like, "Hey, has anybody seen my wife?" That's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I get that reference. I get that reference. Stupid. She was at the Super Bowl. Why the fuck were you at the Super Bowl? He's Canadian. He doesn't care. That's what that's what Tim and I were talking about, actually, because at least he was like, is Ryan Reynolds there? And I said, he's Canadian. He doesn't give a shit about American football. And then Tim was like, yeah, he gives a shit about hockey. And I said, and European football, because yeah, he owns he a Wexham, fucking team. He, own, he owns Wexham. He owns a, a football club. With, um, with the Fallout Boy? Who is it? Somebody? <laughs> he does look like... I, I Pete Wentz. I see that, but no, he's from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah. You're right. You're yeah, right, yeah. Right, right. I see where you think the Pete Wentz was yeah. coming. Yeah. No, no. A, fall, a fallout boy. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I thought it was good, and I am glad that my pick won. Not that I was happy about Patrick Mahomes winning another Super Bowl, but I'm happy when I'm right. So. Well, Tim was saying that there was a, a conspiracy theory that, of course, this is all scripted, right? And then um, somebody was like, it leaked that this is going to be. Leave it. Oh, okay. Because we might be talking about that later. Ooh. So, so table that. Okay. Put a pin in it. Boop. Come back to it. Tie some string to it. Put it over there. Put it over there. It to Florida for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's going from Because that's where Taylor Swift is from. I don't know. She. I don't. I don't know. I think I just. I think she's out. from Tennessee or somewhere. I don't know. Mm-hmm. 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 But yeah, um, I didn't get to watch all the commercials, so I'm waiting for a whole compilation of Super Bowl commercials. You didn't miss much. There wasn't anything. I think um, the best one was the Allstate with Arnold. Yeah. Because he kept on saying neighbor. Neighbor. <laughs> and then stupid. we'll see. So early before the Super Bowl started, I saw that on YouTube. I saw that. Mm-hmm. That. Um, that commercial on YouTube. Also, have you noticed? I'll, I'll come back to this. Children don't use the word commercial. They're ads. Hmm. Kim's kids were like, oh, I can't say, oh, when are the funny ads coming? And it's like, <laughs> commercial. Well, oh, streaming. I get it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Ad break. Not commercial break. Not a commercial break. Um, After these brief messages. The bobbin. She uh she calls them commercials. She calls them commercials. A commercial, commercial. She just starts screaming. <laughs> she, she wants it to stop. You can skip the ads usually, so she starts screaming commercial. <laughs> oh, did you get your Valentine? Yes. From the bobbin. I did. No, yep. my stickers went on my gym bottle. No. So she has three stickers, thicklets on there. Thicklets. <laughs> <laughs> she was asking me about a truck. But she can't say truck. <laughs> she kept saying fuck. <laughs> and we were all just like, Jackie was like, wait, what? What do you say? And she said, the fuck. And we were like, oh my God, okay. For sure. It was really funny. Just sitting at the dining room table screaming, I can't find the fuck. Or something like that. <laughs> It makes me laugh. Oh, shit. Kids are too much. No, what was, it, uh, what was I going to say? What was I talking about before I did the ads and I was just freaking out on children? Arnold, your favorite ads? Oh, that? yeah. So he's, I saw the saw the YouTube, the, 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 the first part of it mm-hmm. on the YouTube. Then it's like, watch part two during the Super Bowl. 
And then basically part two was just Danny DeVito. Mm-hmm. And they called him the triplets. And I was like, oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> oh, man. I see what you did there. <laughs> you talk about another national treasure. Maybe that should be an episode. Mr. We just, DeVito? We just name national treasures protected at all costs. Mr. Hanks. Mm. Uh, we'll see. No, things come out with it. There's no black books, and he's fine. He's, <laughs> he's fine. fine. <laughs> mm, uh, I think my whole childhood will crumble if Tom Hanks is in trouble. You know what I learned today? Hmm. Um, again, on the YouTube. Um, Tom, you're like, the voice of Woody in video games and it's shit his brother. is his brother. Mm-hmm. And then I was like listening, like, holy fuck, they sound exactly, the- they look exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And they sound exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I think his brother probably practiced that yeah. to sound more like his brother. But yeah, I was like, holy shit. Because mm-hmm. Tom Hanks can't be bothered to do video games and other, like the voice of the toys when you pull the string. That's Reach his brother. for the sky. But I was like, oh, crap, man. That's cool as shit. Yeah, it's a crap, man. Um, I found that out in Kingdom Hearts, I think. It was the second Kingdom Hearts that mm-hmm. they have Woody and Buzz, I think. But yeah, that's when I was like, oh, shit. Also, Casey Hanks or whatever yeah. his name is. I think it's James. James. I think it's James. Because what's his kid's name? What's Baby Hanks' name? Mm. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I, I was watching this again on TikTok. Like, it, TikTok pisses me off so much. Like, I don't like doing the For You page anymore because mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I think I follow everybody that I can stand on TikTok. I'm not going to branch out. But no, there's this <laughs> one of these, like, video game dudes. And first of all, they're stereotypical fucking neck beards. Mm. And I'm like, dude, okay, this is you being you. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to personally attack you, but come on, guys. Come on. Stop. Stop, stop being Stop being the fucking stereotypical fucking video oh. game nerd. I think it's just laziness, to be honest. But um, but but what they were doing the the top ten most influential games mm-hmm. of all time. First of all, this list was stupid as shit. Okay. Because like Mario Brothers was like number four. No. Um, Legend of Zelda. I think it was Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. Was like number eight, and I was like, "That's BS, dude." Yeah. That's BS. Resident Evil wasn't on there. Bull. Halo wasn't on there. Okay. Final Fantasy wasn't on there. That's yeah, exactly. So that, but then like these dudes were like, because one guy got like super upset. He was like, uh, Kingdom Hearts, and I was like, if Final Fantasy wasn't on here, Kingdom Hearts isn't going to be on there because no. Kingdom Hearts is just a Final Fantasy game. Like, yes. I know I'm not talking shit about Kingdom Hearts, mm-hmm. but you put one before the other. Yes, that's like them saying like, oh, Resident Evil's not on this list, so I bring up Dino Crisis. <laughs> like, it's like. No, Let's bring dude. up another Capcom game. Yeah, well, Dino Crisis <laughs> is an awesome game, but yes. without Resident Evil, you don't get Dino Crisis. Correct. But I was like, God, but like Halo not being on there, because that opened it up. That was like first-person shooter heaven. Was uh, uh, Doom, GoldenEye? Doom was not. GoldenEye was not. Oof. Yeah, like I was like, dude, what kind of pretentious fucking list is this? Pokemon was not. Mm, bullshit. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. why I went, because I, cause I was sitting there thinking like, okay, I'm going to, I don't really like these guys, but like I'm on your guys' side here. What the hell? What kind of hell? What kind of list is this? Mm-hmm. And when they brought up Pokemon, I was like, "Ooh, good one." Yeah, Pokemon. Nope, Pokemon. And they're like, "Cause it could, cause the dude said Pokemon Yellow." And then the other guy, his like partner, was like, "Any Pokemon? Mm-hmm. Like really any?" And nope, not on there. And I was like, "You, this is stupid as shit. Fucking dumb. Piss me off." Fair. Piss me off. I so, started speaking of video games. I started watching um, the making of the last of us part two and i watched it on my lunch break at work today mm-hmm. and i started crying <laughs> uh they just greenlit three they did 
Neil Druckmann said, I got one more. I got one more story. And I said, oh, thank God. And hopefully it's a real story. And hopefully hopefully it's just not a money grab. Um, I mean, he's got a lot I, and of I'm not, And I'm not, well, and I'm not talking shit about him, but I'm just saying like, because I know what this, I mean, I, I love the, the first one, mm-hmm. but I know that this video game means a hell of a lot more to you than it does to me mm-hmm. and to a lot of other people. And I was just like, no, they deserve better. Don't just do this as a money grab. Or just don't do it as like, oh, we had these ideas that we never used. Let's just put them into a story and yep. release a game. Because mm-hmm. you could kind of, sometimes you could tell that with video games and TV shows and stuff like that. So, Well, now re- watching the, uh, the documentary on part two, he didn't even want to have a part two. Like a lot of mm-hmm. people were like, the way that you ended it was ambiguous enough. I like it. Yeah, you can kind of fill in. You make your own story from exactly. there on. Exactly. We're fine. But then they did like that one night live thing where Ashley mm-hmm. Johnson and Travis Barker, not Travis Barker. Travis Barker. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Troy Baker. Um, they did like that little, he's teaching Ellie how to play the guitar mm-hmm. after everything happened. And then he said that sparked part two. So I'm wondering if something happened where he was like, okay, because I don't know if they can continue on with the Ellie story. I think that he might be going in a different direction, which I'm not mad at because I really liked this character that they brought in for mm-hmm. two. So I don't know, but mm-hmm. I cried. I would kind of say, and this is me not playing two. Mm-hmm. I would like to see Ellie turn into Joel and kind of become that 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 uh, that grizzled, jaded, fucked up person. Mm-hmm. Well, if or when you play part two. Let's no, I mean I will. Let's talk about it. We got to do a, an episode this year, but uh, but yeah, no, I just like just those things, like those things that you didn't want to become. It's like you always end up you, turning yeah. into your parents. You never want to be your parents, and then you become and your parents. And you look and you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh I hate you. <laughs> Boner man. Oh yeah. Jesus, see, see. love it. See how it is? See yep. how you are? <laughs> See how you are? <laughs> oh, um, oh, remind me bef- when when we're uh, saving the episode to show you the calendar. I haven't filled it filled it all the way in. I just filled in the things that like do a Ghostbuster episode before the new Ghostbusters movie comes out right. and yeah. that kind of stuff. Oh, I forgot about Twisters. Bro, bro, that trailer looks dumb as shit. I love it. But also, I think it's gonna be. It's a movie about. You're here for the destruction. It's like watching a Godzilla movie. All you just want to see is the big freaking lizard step on buildings. I'm so scared. All you want to see is the Twisters tear up little tiny Midwest towns. I'm so scared. I don't know why Twisters scared the shit out of me, but Tim and I were talking about it, and he was like, "This was one of my favorite movies of all time." Oh yeah, 100. Yeah, dude, Twister so, is the shit. We're probably gonna have to take a field trip of Motor City. Yep. We can do that. Let's go see that. We're going to have to do that. And then what did he say? Oh, Moana 2 is going to be the next thing he takes the bob into. That's in November. I don't know about that one. Mm, I still haven't gotten through the first one. I fall asleep. I can't help it. I don't know about that one. Mostly because I really love the first one. So I kind of just don't, I just kind of just leave that. Just just leave it. Let, let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Disney's going through a writing crisis. We're saying we're just gonna remake everything or give sequels to things that don't. Oh, that's need like it. I don't know. I don't, I don't. I don't know. I'm not saying it's not gonna be good, but I just I'm weary of it. Mm-hmm. That's mm. fair. And it came out quick. I feel like. No, well, it's been it's about five years, probably. Really? Yeah. Look this up real quick. Moana, you're welcome. 2016. Yeah. Kiana, nope. Moana. 2016, yeah, 
Oh, God damn. You good? I'm fucking good. God damn. Fucking good. All right. Didn't realize it was that old already. I thought yeah. it just came out. Well, no. Relatively. Because I was with She Who Shall Not Be Named when that came out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I shortened wow. mine up, by the way. Like, by a lot. By a lot? Yeah. Because I was like, I don't want to Beauregard this one like I did last time. No, you can. Because, I, mean, I mean, I have mine, but I could probably be done with it in five or ten minutes. <laughs>